0: hey guys welcome back to another episode of no content podcast as always pixel has joined me for episode number 98
1: we're getting close dude i don't know what we're doing for 100 i have nothing planned to be honest i have no idea what we're gonna do it's gonna be what it's gonna be on the 27th right sure yeah uh i mean oh wait no no 26th because we're doing we're doing this on tuesday oh yeah
0: 26th 26th yep
1: so, um, well, yeah. <laughs> yes, <no idea. laughs> let's do. All right, let's, maybe we should get a cake or something like that. I don't eat sweets. <laughs> okay. It can be like, I don't know, made of, uh, we can drink. I don't know. Ground, ground, and mashed potatoes. We can beef have a can potatoes, have drink or something. A drink. Yeah, all right. I yeah, have Kirkland White Claw. Okay. So yeah. I, I, I still have White Claw. Yeah, there we go.
0: I, the Kirkland brand's pretty good, actually. I mean, you know, it's White Claw. What do you expect? You're not going to try to go fancy schmancy with it you know (laughs) yeah you're not you're not feeling fancy if you're drinking white claw yeah for sure but um okay i mean just to jump uh, before we i guess before we jump into everything as always just a couple of announcements we actually i think we have a couple of topics that we wanted to go over we have like some stuff to talk about with ludwig um i got a new morning routine that i've been doing for the last week that's been working out pretty good for me so i wanted to kind of talk about that and maybe Mm share your morning routine as well um just just a bunch of random stuff so um, but I think before we jump into it, I think the big news is because it wasn't out. I think last time we talked, but uh, my new album's out. So yeah, um, Pixel did the art. So shout out to Pixel for the art. Um, appreciate you. it as as always. The reception on the album's been actually really, uh, really well. Actually, um, oh, awesome. So. Uh, it's pretty cool. I think we're about to break like two thousand listens or something, or three thousand listens or whatever. I think we're like right on the cusp of it or something like
1: that. So that's be awesome! That's huge.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty big. I think it's the fastest we've ever gained like two thousand listens or whatever. Um. Once again, appreciate everyone who does listen to the album or partake or just checked it out or whatever. Um. I I don't know why I have to say this every single time, but I get this question every single time, but Yes, the whole album is DMCA free. Yes, you can listen to it on your Twitch. Yes, you can use it on your YouTube. Yes, you can use it on your Instagram or Twitter or whatever. I will never DMCA you. Um, but, she just named the next album DMCA free. And then DMCA like, That should be the title.
1: It. Yes. <laughs> and then just DMCA the album or
0: whatever. Get wrecked idiots. But um, no, <laughs> the album's done really well. We actually are fast approaching on... Well, I don't know about fast approaching or whatever. I shouldn't say that. But we're, you know, we're the, you know, the goal for this year is to come out with um, at least five more or three more albums after, after this one. Uh, we already have the fourth album done. Pixel is currently, uh, I think, drawing stuff out for it. I don't know what he's doing thinking about it or whatever but uh that album probably won't be released until end of june beginning of june end of may where we want to give you know some wiggle room between albums so like you know six to eight week release i think is probably good you know um Mm -hmm. so that album will be out that will be very long it's like an hour and 18 minutes (laughs) it's like 30 tracks like two to three minutes a song really long. so it's a very long album but you know i think i think it's good and it's kind of me experimenting too like i'm gonna come out with this longer album and then kind of see what everyone's like thoughts are like oh should i make the album shorter do you like them longer because like i either get like people saying like oh i really like that the songs are short, or like man this song should have been like a, maybe like 50 seconds long you know you can't you can't help you can't uh, appease everyone right right, um, right so yeah check the descriptions of uh of your wherever you're listening to this You'll get a link to the artist profile. There's also a link to the full playlist. So I have two other albums out besides this one. So if you want the full playlist as well, just to circulate or whatever, uh, I think it's runtime is almost two hours now, which is pretty impressive as well. So um, go check that out as well. And uh, yeah, listen to the music. Um, just by you guys supporting me and listening to the music, um, it basically I'm just taking those funds, uh, which are like two to three months delayed, <laughs> And paying for other stuff with the albums and stuff like that whether it be software plugins paying pixel for his art uh, possibly paying other artists for their art just in case pixels busy Um, Mm -hmm. we've talked about it before but I think I have probably about 40 tracks in the back end that just were never used (laughs) Um, that's so many yeah that's an
1: album in itself cuz like Um, how are you gonna learn like
0: like how are you gonna learn you have to make music you know what I mean
1: that's like the only way
0: And then I just kind of compile what I think is like the best flow and then just put it into an album. So, yeah, um, you know, there may be what I'm thinking about in the future is possibly what might happen is you would work on the major album artwork, obviously. And then uh, I would hire maybe another artist or commission someone else to do like smaller art pieces for like Mm -hmm. maybe like a five like an EP yeah. Like a yeah. five song EP. So that like there is something being released maybe every like month or something like that, but it's like staggered release like EP main album, EP main album, you know? Um so that yeah, that, that sounds that, pretty cool. That's kinda what I was thinking. Or like even releasing like a single, right? That like requires artwork too. Right, right. so, right. so that, that's the problem so you know we'll see but once again thank you guys for listening just listening helps support I get a little bit of money every time everyone listens to a track or whatever so it does help support uh, as always if you guys aren't following my twitch as well subbing watching the ads on twitch with no ad block donating bits all that money goes all the twitch paychecks go to um to album coverage as well and paying pixel so <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah Anyway, let's jump into it. Um first things first, it happened literally 10 seconds ago, I feel like. But <laughs> Ludwig stream marathon just ended. It finally ended. It after
1: went. a month of streaming.
0: Yeah. Nonstop. <laughs> I mean, how much did you watch a lot of it Pixel or what was your experience watching it, checking it out and stuff like that?
1: I mean, I saw like a little bit here and there, like I pop in and like he'd be like sleeping or something and then he'd move he'd get up and like watch a podcast or like the train wrecks podcast or something yeah. like that and <laughs> that was really it like i'd pop in every now keep and talking then, by the way i'm gonna go grab something keep talking okay i i mean i'd pop in every now and then i just like check it out and be like okay cool yeah he's like doing some like random thing like playing truck uh euro truck simulator or he's like playing geo guesser or something like that I wasn't like watching like a whole lot because it got to the point where you just kind of like you're you're it's kind of like watching the Truman show. It's kind of just like watching someone live their life and they're not really like actively entertained. Oh yeah, you got the you got the hoodie on. Nice. But like, you know, it just got to the point where I'm like, okay, I I don't really want to keep this on like all the time. I'm just kind of like pop it in and just like checking it out every now and then. Right. But I mean that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, like the last. I don't know but like the last half hour or so was was really really like nice to see. Just yeah. seeing like the recap, seeing like his feelings and just like his just like the whole like rainbow of emotions that happened yes. during during the end of this. Like he's achieved so much. Yeah, it's crazy like Over this tiny span of time it's like actually insane it's ridiculous and reflecting on that like it was really it was really amazing to see
0: yeah for sure i mean so for uh audio listeners i just changed into my mogul moves hoodie which was (laughs) limited edition during the stream event in mint green you can't really tell on my camera whatever just because the lighting in here is awful but actually most compliments i've ever gotten on a hoodie ever it's a
1: really nice color.
0: It's a really that's nice what? color. It's pretty unique. It's oversized, so you kind of get this cool, like thing, like little effect here with like the hood or whatever. But then you put it on, it's like a perfect size or whatever. So it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, I, you know, I thought it was worth the money. So yeah. Eh. And it's like the thing I like about it is it's embroidered here, so it's not like mm-hmm. some you know sticker <laughs> that like yeah, fades yeah. after like two washes or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's a high. That's a pretty high quality uh, hoodie over there. Yeah. So pretty good. But um
0: yeah, man. Uh some stats from that thing, he ended up becoming the number one um most subbed streamer on Twitch ever, beating out Ninja by I think about twenty thousand subs at this point. Uh which was Probably, pretty yeah. which is pretty crazy. He ended up um he ended up uh gaining one million subs or subscri- or followers, sorry, in mm-hmm. that span of a month or whatever, and he doubled his amount of viewership by or, like, channel views by, like, 30 million.
1: Yeah. Unique viewers, I believe 37 or 38 million additional unique viewers came into a stream at some point or another. Yeah. It was really... I like... These are mind-boggling numbers. Yeah.
0: So... I believe he's don't. I believe he made. I think the Google spreadsheet that's out there said he made about a million dollars. I think basically he's walking away with fifty k. He basically paid his mods. I think like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month or a, a day um, per mod. <laughs> so he has like how t- many mods? Yeah. I don't know a lot, like ten mods.
1: Okay. Oh geez. all right. Right,
0: and then uh, one of them was actually one of them actually tweeted out he paid off his credit card debt, which is crazy. That's um, wild. And then basically he's donating I believe it came out to about three hundred and seventy five thousand, maybe more to charity or
1: mm. whatever. But yeah it's pretty close to it i think it's huge oh man
0: yeah uh so he number one streamer on twitch by viewership by everything basically and he got exposure by like the new york times and like a bunch of other like major publications so i think the exposure Mm -hmm. itself is pretty good so he's taking a break tomorrow he'll be back thursday apparently he's playing magnus carlson in chess who is a big
1: fan of his streams and then he's taking another break over the weekend crazy he's taking a day break just like let that sink in he's streaming for a month and he takes a day off yeah i want to see and what his sub count kind of is tomorrow it. too because you know that's gonna <laughs> fall oh man like i it's just so crazy to me yeah the
0: funniest thing about um when like that guy said how much he was getting paid by ludwig or whatever it was like how many mm-hmm. pleb mods are going to start demanding payment from their streamers yeah exactly or like right that? like like i I just remember like i don't want to expose any like i don't want to like expose people like hardcore or whatever but like i just like I've, i've modded for a very long time on this platform and i remember like a few years ago like not even a few years ago probably like when i first started twitch like really even before i started streaming i was modding for like this one guy right and i just recall like um we had like four or five mods or something like that and like he was like a partner but he wasn't like full-time he eventually actually left uh like twitch entirely like he just ghosted like we don't know Mm -hmm. what happened to him (laughs) like he just Hmm. like one day like this is pre-discord like pre-everything so it's like you know it's like super hard to get in contact with the guy you know what i mean like this is like he didn't have social media like he didn't really use social media so we still don't know what happened to him to this day like it's it's really it's really weird um i don't think he died or like anything bad happened but just literally he was like hey guys like I'm just going to be chilling for a bit like I'll be back in like a few weeks or like it wasn't his like full-time job or anything like that. You know what I mean? And then I don't know, we just never heard from him again. This happened actually twice with me. There was another person I mod for and she went to college and just never came back.
1: <laughs> that's so weird yeah. to me. Like, like I mean, she got partnered, she got partnered and then just left. Like just disappeared. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's like that's like actually like it, it reminds me of something a said during the end of a stream. Like there will be a point in time where you press that stop streaming button for the very last time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, do you know what Ludwig said before about his stream as well? No. He has a five-year plan. So he's on year two. But he said after his fifth year, he wants to completely stop streaming.
1: Really? Like, just take the money,
0: take the... Because he believes that after five years, he's probably accomplished everything he's wanted to on Twitch, or after mm -hmm. five years of just trying it out or whatever. Like, at the time, he uh, like a year into it, he wasn't that big. He was like 800 viewers or something, 1,000 viewers. So he was like, Mm -hmm. I want to go for five years, see what I can do on this platform. Either I totally fail, right? And then obviously, it's clear I moved on, or I've accomplished everything I've wanted to on Twitch, and... I'm going to move on and take this money and reinvest into other things. So he actually does. And he's like very solid and very convicted on that plan that after five years, he is going to like leave Twitch, like not forever, but in the sense of like, he will stop streaming and like, he may come back like every month or something or like every like couple of months, but it won't be anything like it was before. That's really interesting. Yeah. So
1: like, regardless of what happens, like whether he accomplishes his goals or not, he's just going to quit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he probably accomplished his goals. You know what I mean? The first, like, <laughs> well, like, where yeah, does he go month. from here? Realistically, like, what big event? Like, he had, like, the biggest Smash tourney ever, right? Like, a couple of months ago, right? <laughs> He's, like, super big. Like, even before this, I think he had 35,000 subs. Like, where do you go from here, really? Yeah. Like, no, what else can he do? He holds true. the record for most streamed in a month. He holds mm-hmm. the record of most subbed, at least for now. Like,
1: yeah. I don't I don't know anybody who's actually done that, who's actually just willingly said, yeah, I'm going to like, you know, quit while I'm at the top. Yeah. And say, like, that's it. I've I've done all that I have set out to do. And that's it. I'm going to say, okay, you know what? I'm passing the buck and, you know, someone else can take the crown. But I'm I'm taking off. Yeah, never heard anybody doing that on on a content platform.
0: Yeah, I f- yeah, I feel like honestly, the people who do quit are people that like we just don't follow anymore. Who probably have fizzled out. Like maybe yeah. they got two, three thousand viewers, and then for whatever reason, they're at like fifty now, sixty because of like their own undoing, or they didn't adapt and they just kind of disappear, and we just never hear from them, or we didn't keep
1: up with them anyway.
0: <laughs> but never yeah, anyone on the top.
1: That's more yeah, that's more likely the 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 things that happens is like they maybe stop enjoying it or they stop like uh, feeling like. Uh, I don't know that getting anything out of it. And so they move on. That's, that's totally cool. But yeah, like quitting at the top is very, very odd. Yeah. I think the
0: only person that like, they haven't really like quit per se. They still stream here and there, but I know like um Casey Tron, I know that um she ended up actually like reinvesting her money into like, um like a couple of rental properties. And then I think she also opened like a dive bar, like in her town.
1: Mm, and it's like mm-hmm. one of
0: the only dive bars in her town and she like owns it and like manages it so like i don't think she streams like super consistently anymore either mm, you yeah. know what i mean but yeah but i feel so here's the thing i feel like this happens more than we think once again though not at the top but kind of right so here here's the thing like i've noticed this with a lot of content creators um like, in the last, like, handful of years. But I would say, like, probably one of the big ones is, like, Soto Poppin', right? And it's because that guy got, like, a really early Twitch contract, like, a couple of years ago, and it kind of flew under the radar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like he just kind of streams whenever he wants, like, when he wants to, you know? And then sure. I would say the same thing with, like, Pokimane, right? Like, if you notice, like, she doesn't actually stream that often. I think, like, the last time I looked at her analytics, she's streaming, like, four hours, like, 12 hours a week, and then she's taking hmm. like other and then like she just uh what's that like one massage gun that's like really popular it like looks like a freaking... it actually looks like a gun it's called like a turbo gun or something like that you know what I've, i'm talking I've about seen it. uh, it's yeah. like i've seen sony digital use it and stuff like that and it's like actually supposed to be like really good for your back like chiropractors use it mhm or whatever but she just like invested like into like a pretty big stake into the company
1: sure yeah
0: you know what i mean so i feel like what you see is just like streamers like they they reinvest their money into other things and they just make they just you know streaming isn't as important for them, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's totally smart because like you get to a certain point where your returns can actually be a lot higher by investing. So by Theragun, like- sorry to interrupt. Theragun. She Theragun, invested it into right. like
0: a high stake into like Theragun. Yeah. And then I saw estimates as well that like her makeup line made like two or three million.
1: Yeah, like totally. You know? Like so the amount of work that you put in into making a product like, you know, Poki's, uh makeup line or like investing in a company far less work than you would ever need to do. Like as opposed to like streaming. Yeah. So like it gets to a point where you've made so much money that you can actually be more effective by investing. Like you don't yeah. need to work as much anymore because loaning money out is just so much more profitable. Yeah. Oh, so, also I mean, um,
0: off stream tonight. If you have time, we should talk because I started to, I'm starting, I started a, okay, I'm kind of involved in a company. I, I don't want to expose a lot of it or whatever, but I want to talk to you about it because it's actually doing really well. Okay. But I think you would be interested, like not in joining it, but just like on what it is. <laughs> but I don't want to okay, talk about sure. it on stream. Um, But anyway, dude, it's insane, man. Uh, it, It's interesting to see where content creation will go. But um, I think if you're smart and you manage your money in a good way or whatever, then I think yeah, you'll be
1: fine. You know what I mean? And they just need oh, to sure. learn how to like reinvest.
0: Just get a financial advisor forehead.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's gonna be interesting too, because like these like I guess you can call like these first generation streamers, people that have like um become popular and become successful in this first wave. Do you think that they can like encourage that new group of streamers and encourage their success maybe invest in them if they're doing something really really interesting so like, i think we can see a lot of like interesting things happening yeah so first
0: i actually think we're in the second wave of streamers i actually think we've surpassed the first wave because when i think of first wave streamers i think of like phantom lord who's redacted now i think of like pokimane who's been around for a while i think of i'm a cutie pie i think of Dizzykin. right sure. i think of like all these so i think we're actually in the second generation uh, of content creators for sure, um, but yeah, I do see probably uh, what I do see happening eventually is yeah, totally in, in, investing. Whether that just be here's some cash, do what you need to do, or if it even has to do with like starting your own brand agency, because mm-hmm. that's yeah, something yeah. that's Becoming sorely sorely needed, or... yeah, in yeah. in the the community or whatever. But I mean, even just like um esports organizations have changed so much in the last like i don't know five or six years it's nuts like chipotle is a sponsor of like 100 thieves like you wouldn't expect something like that
1: you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly like there's a lot of sponsorships going around like abby m&ms i think is uh supporting uh Foozley, i believe and i've seen other sponsorships floating around i believe like there's a what oh, was that one? There's like one food company or something like that. That's sponsoring Valkyrie. It's like eat fresh or some sort of like salad company. Oh, or it's like hello like fresh or something. Hello fresh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That those companies are, I don't know how they're going to lie.
1: So though uh, I worked
0: f- uh, alongside a company that's like that, that doesn't exist anymore. It might, but I don't want to say the name of it or whatever. And the <laughs> problem with those companies is it's just really hard to retain use um, a user base because Mm -hmm. what ends up so basically what it is is you pay like 40 bucks 40 to 50 bucks a month and they send you basically all the fresh ingredients that you can probably just go to the store and pick up but you're too busy or too lazy and then they send you like a little like meal guide so what actually Mm -hmm. ended up happening with it was that what you would see is that those companies would get huge spikes of subscriptions at the start of the month and then by the end of the trial or discount code or even by the end of the month, um, you would see a ton of unsubscriptions. Because yeah. what when uh, my friends had it, what they did was they subscribed to it for about a month or two, found the recipes they liked, and then they just recreated the
1: recipes at home for like a third of the price. Right. Yeah, it was completely like it didn't make any sense. I was yeah. looking at the cost of it and I was like, you get pre-portioned meals like you get exactly like what you need without buying any extras sure but like yeah the cost analysis was just it was just completely overpriced there was no reason to do any of this like i can go onto a recipes website look up a recipe and you know make i can make more than what's needed and then just like refrigerate the rest like i have leftovers that i can eat the next day so Mm -hmm. like all of the meal planning services like just didn't make any sense whatsoever yeah unless it's like
0: the pre-packaged one where it's like you th- like meal prep things those might be worth it um i subscribed to a thing and i probably should resubscribe to it as well but i just don't do it every day i don't have breakfast every day which is starting to change but i i subscribe to like a smooth a pre-packaged smoothie thing where you basically hmm. as long as you have like a blender it just like portioned out like smoothies like some have kale berries bananas whatever and you just throw it in the blender and you blend it up and then you pour it back into the cup Right, sure, sure. so I did that. So maybe like pre-packaged meal stuff is good, but yeah, these ones were like so recently. Um, ironically enough, and I'm never going to be sponsored by them, so I don't care. But um, people have been sending me meals. It's something that happens when um someone passes away in like the Jap- in a Japanese family or whatever is what will happen is people either send something called a koden, which is basically money, which isn't a lot, mm-hmm. like twenty or twenty five bucks, or they'll send you like a homemade meal or something. And I actually right. had someone recently send me like a HelloFresh kit. Um, to oh. my door or whatever and to be honest like I told them like thank you so much but to be honest I didn't I couldn't make it and here's the reason why it required a bunch of stuff my dad that's not at my dad's house, so that's another thing too. That's kind of funny, but like those Hello oh. Fresh things, it was like, yeah, we need you. They were like, we need you to have. They're like, okay, so like the first step was like, okay, get your sauté pans out. I'm like, I don't have sauté pans. You know what I mean? Like, okay, get like a whisk out. Like, my dad doesn't have a whisk. Like, it like asks you to have stuff that like you wouldn't norm like that. That probably people who already are like cooking every day already have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then like some of the stuff, it's like I don't know how to do, it. and it's like, okay, we need you to flambe. It like literally said on the directions, like we need you to flambe this for like who base like,
1: at home what
0: how do i what's a flambet like how do i so i just i just stopped using it to be like i never made the recipe like i think it came with like pre a couple pre-packaged things that i was like thrown in the microwave and that's all i ate it was like you know cauliflower <laughs> rice or something so but yeah anyway it's uh back to the point at hand i do think that there will be i mean what do you think the future of like content creation is in in these investments do you think that people are going to reinvest in other things, or do you think it's gone to the point where these people can probably pull? I mean, it already has happened, but do you think content creators are just going to go more
1: of a traditional route with investments? It's, I man, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I, I wish I had like a crystal ball that could like tell me what's going to happen in the future. Like, I, I really do think that a lot of like, um, I guess you could say older content creators—they're probably going to be more of like the brand manager mm-hmm. type that will fight for new streamers that have like. really really interesting edge Mm -hmm. on 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 their content and investing in them getting them brand deals and things like that finding them uh sponsors stuff like that so i think that that will be a thing Mm -hmm. i I think it will be like a content creator turned like brand manager i think i'm thinking there's going to be a lot of those Mm -hmm. um other than that i'm not really sure like directly investing in a stream doesn't really sound great because the payoff is so small yeah. um i i can't really see anything else happening to be honest like i think it's really going to be like those sponsorships or maybe someone out there with enough money or enough technical know-how is probably going to like start up a streaming website and see if that like becomes a thing right they may come up um uh, and try to like get a few streamers to get uh to go on there and stream um uh, but maybe that's the limit
0: i don't
1: know i i can't really see much uh, much further further than that yeah i think the next
0: big thing that will probably happen and i think this is kind of when it will be like another check mark that will be like oh gaming has made it um is it would be really interesting to see an esports team go public Mm, like 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 a hundred thieves or
1: something going public like where you can actually buy shares and stuff you know what
0: i mean that would be really interesting
1: yeah, I mean you can kind of do it. I believe Corsair has an esports team that you can so you can invest in Corsair, but like it's I'm I saying like mean. actually like hundred thieves or like TSM.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. Like like that would be interesting. The company slash brand, which is basically just content creation esports anyway. You know what I mean? It's not really yeah. making like its own paraphernalia.
1: Like I don't know, it'd be interesting to see. That would be very, very interesting. It would have they would have to branch out because like you can't really invest in a sports team like you yeah invest in the lakers or something that's like what that. i'm saying but like think of like 100 thieves like they're already making like exclusive merch right yeah if they became like a clothing brand like yeah. it, like and their esports side was just like a side thing and their entire thing was actually just making merch mm-hmm. um i i could totally see them being public you yeah. know being something more of like an apparel company something that's like really more like a streetwear company kind of thing like yeah. i think they could be successful
0: yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that like a year ago, they, uh, the guy from like Supreme, like one of the designer or one of the man- management people from Supreme joined like 100 Thieves. And you can totally mm-hmm. tell that they're like doing the same like marketing type of strategy, you know? Yeah. So, like, uh, if, like if you don't, if people who are listening who don't know, basically what Supreme does is they come out with like limited, um, like collections or whatever. And basically what ends up happening is, um the the collections are limited but then also they put a cap on how much stuff you can buy mm-hmm. so one of my uh one of my uh friends older brothers is like really into like buying and reselling supreme merch and it's really interesting how that process goes basically you sign up for like an email list and you have to sign up for this email list like every single time a merch drop is going to happen and mm-hmm. then once that happens when the merch when the merch is announced you gets, you get sent an email where if you were chosen or selected to get the merch or not. Right. So that's like hmm. the first pass. And then once you get that email, it's like a one-time use link where then that expires after like 24 hours, where then you can view what merch you want to buy, but you're limited to like one type of merch. Like, so if there's like shirts and pants, you can only buy like, let's say there's like seven different styles of shirts and like seven different styles hmm. of pants. Right. You're only yeah. allowed to pick one shirt and one pit, set of pants. That's hmm. it. So you like miss all the other colors or other styles or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. and then once that happens, you you select what you want to buy and then from there, they then tell you where the pop-up shop's going to be. Hmm. And it's usually somewhere kind of close to you, but my my friend's brother has driven like over 40 miles to get to That's the pop-up wild. shop
1: yeah this is so like i don't know this like so seems so weird to me but it also makes a lot of sense yeah it's like this artificial scarcity mm-hmm. to make you feel like you're missing out like if you don't jump on it right away like even if you feel like you don't need it or whatever it's something that's going to go away you should really snatch it up like right away otherwise it'll be gone
0: yeah like i feel like the car industry does this right with like changing the colors every year their cars even though like year to year the models don't really change right or like exactly, phones yeah. like everyone does this you know it, it's it's but it's really interesting too because I went with him to like one of the thing like one of the shops or whatever and he met he met a guy there who literally was just selling my friend's brother the place in line his place in line as well as what he was going to pick up. <laughs> so like my friend wanted to get this red Supreme shirt and also this white Supreme shirt because their logo colors are red and white. But since he was right. limited to one purchase, he can only get one. So then people like pay people to like get that specific shirt and then like split the profits or do that type of stuff. So it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. But then like, so because weird. of the yeah. But then because of the scarcity, like my friend will pick up a shirt for like 150 or $200 and then like instantly flip it for like a grand. Right, because this is, this is like the 2021 spring collection of Supreme or something. It's crazy, man.
1: I, I'm just like astounded at how this is is successful because like at some point didn't Supreme put out like a brick that literally said Supreme on it and they're like it's sold? Yeah, I mean this is what it's Elon Musk out. does
0: too though, right? With like a flamethrower, it's never come back, you know?
1: I mean a flamethrower
0: is kind of cool. That's cool, cool though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean they do tequila as well. I'm just saying, you know, but it it, oh, it, yeah. it it's it is bizarre and I see that happening with like an esports company or even with streamers at least with their brands where they come out with like a limited edition collection of merch and then upcharge it like a ton mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah no totally i think i mean it makes a lot of sense you have like a like a good following they're gonna buy it up because like you know it's something that'll go away and it's it makes you feel good that you that you're supporting that streamer directly
0: yeah i mean um, i will say this again though for streamers please do not put your own logo on it I don't know why but it pisses me off still to this day and I've ranted about this all the time so I'll get through this really quick it pisses me off when it's just your stupid Twitch name on a shirt and you're reselling it I don't know why that is it's just weird I don't buy your merch the only merch I've ever bought is this Mogul Moves shirt or sweater because no one knows that it's Ludwig I bought a Simply hoodie and Simply shirt as well and that's about it
1: (laughs) i I'm also of the the belief that, like it should be subtle. like yeah. I, I personally don't like a lot of um clothing that is really outwardly like obvious. Mm-hmm. you know, and nothing I nothing against them. I, I think they're a great way of supporting the streamer. but like for me personally, I just I, I like hoodies like that the one that you're wearing, yeah, you know, that one looks really nice. It's really classy. it's it feels like it's a um, I don't know. It feels like like, you know, it's something you pick pick up at a boutique store, like something that's right. really, really unique and, and it has a very, very limited or something like that. Right. Um, but like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I just, I just like that. It's, it's mostly just my change in tastes. Cause I, you know, back when I was, uh, in, in college, I used to like wear all of these shirts that would be just be completely garish like completely in your face and stuff <laughs> I, yeah, I when have...
0: you're like trying to find your own style and then you're just yeah. all wearing like american eagle or like i get exactly. i get your vans or something i was like that yeah. too. i think everyone goes through that yeah
1: yeah or wearing shirts with like stuff that's like really provocative saying like i steal mu- music off the internet <laughs> like, this is exactly like the napster days. oh
0: gosh like the like that reminds me of like those shirts you see at like swap meets or like mm-hmm. at like venice beach you know it's like 20 dollars, just 20 dollars. you know what i mean or like yeah, guns yeah. out sun's out or whatever you're like yeah i know what you mean it's so funny <laughs> exactly yeah. it's like
1: you know i i used to wear stuff like that you know i <laughs> didn't care if like you know there's a big logo like the size of my chest yeah like i literally said nike or whatever but like yeah uh, it's just it's so th- funny tastes have changed
0: yeah, I mean, totally understanding, <laughs> understandable too. But um, <laughs> but yeah, kind of uh, kind of moving on or whatever from everything. Um, oh, I was gonna talk to you about this. This Is kind of springboarding off what we talked about last podcast or whatever. But um, because we were talking about male grooming, and we're gonna kind of transition into what uh, I wanted to talk about uh, as well. But um, thoughts on male accessories, Pixel? I've gotten really into watches, rings, necklaces. Or whatever i just bought this uh-huh. uh i just bought this new necklace right now which is just a simple black chain with like it looks like a piece of shungite which is kind of funny but just like <laughs> a little like you know this is like very subtle if you can see this or whatever on my stream i don't know if you can but it's yeah, like very yeah. it's like very subtle but then it makes things just look like
1: i don't know what do you think of accessorizing do you accessorize or i don't wear any accessories like i've never really uh worn watches like i haven't worn a watch since like i was very very young maybe mm. like in grade school middle school like if i were to wear one it would actually feel strange on mm. me like there's like something on me like this yeah. is like a weight on my arm now mm. um i never really wore them i i felt like um i just didn't really need to um i'm kind of like more of a a functional apparel kind of person yeah, I getcha. so like if I were to wear a watch like I don't really need one because like I have my phone on me Mm. you know um same thing with like anything anything like kind of like bracelets or like uh, necklaces or anything like that right I've never really been like the kind of person that wears anything more than like what I need right
0: no yeah for sure and I think that's fair I mean I'll Uh, I mean, I was the exact... I've been the exact same way for a while, and only recently, maybe in the last year, I've started to accessorize. Just, like, I'll have, like, these simple necklaces, right? Like, I don't like anything gaudy, but just something simple like this. Like, like I've paired this with, like, a simple, like, red... Like, almost, like, the same color red that you're wearing, like, v-neck or something Mm -hmm. like that. And, like, jeans and, like, shoes. And then, like, literally, like, I get compliments. Oh, I really like Mm -hmm. your style. Like, literally, my style is a red blank v-neck tee that was like five bucks from a swap meet or from wherever from t-shirt world shouts t-shirt world g <laughs> like jeans from old navy and like shoes and then like all of a sudden like i'm getting comments like, oh i really like your necklace it really make like puts the whole outfit together so i don't know man i'm just saying look into it it's it's kind of interesting
1: because i yeah. think that when you consider a, most of what people wear a necklace even a simple necklace is a step up above like the average guy dude we have (laughs) we have it
0: so easy pixel all we need to do is wear like a necklace or ring maybe a little cologne and we're set yeah back in the neck for sure have you done it yet pixel have you done it yet (laughs) i
1: haven't gone out
0: dude. (laughs) you went out you went out last week i had to pay you 25 bucks because you went to bakersfield you didn't clone up for bakersfield who's gonna sniff my neck at a vaccine center (laughs) was there someone behind you pixel (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, in well, line safely okay
0: <laughs> yeah but still you gotta smell good that could have been your future wife i don't know
1: yeah probably like yeah i'm just leaving a trail of cologne everywhere i walk i'm just saying man but uh but no um so i kind of
0: wanted to go over this also yes chat i did lose the 25 for pe- people are dming me about it but yeah i did lose the 25 <laughs> bucks congrats on pixel for getting his first vaccine or whatever yes. i was waiting for johnson and johnson and apparently got recalled so whatever Um, so whatever anyway moving on i kind of wanted to go over this because i started a new morning routine and i feel like this probably is the worst podcast to do uh talk about this and what i do because probably we don't none of us have morning routines because we are all degenerates but i started a new (laughs) morning routine and i kind of it kind of sparked my interest i wrote mine down i don't know if you uh if you have a morning routine pixel but do you and what is what does that look like give us as many details as possible And don't say you wake up and the first thing you do is go make breakfast because that's a lie because you go to the
1: bathroom first.
0: Anyway, continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's actually what I do. Um, But uh, no, I, I... Okay, so my morning routine is I wake up, I check to see if it is the correct time to wake up. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. Accurate accurate. Making sure that I don't have that like that I can sleep for like another hour or two. (laughs) Um I will stare at my phone for like half an hour like on Reddit and checking things that happen overnight. Okay. And then I'll go make breakfast. I usually make just coffee though. That's like the only like constant that I have in the morning is Hmm. I will uh I will grind beans and make coffee. And that's kind of like my ritual It's like, I have to have that coffee mm-hmm. every morning. Now it's like, that's my thing. Like it helps wake me up. I mean, yeah. like it's probably not good for me, but like, you know, Coffee's a... way better than a lot of other vices people have. I think it's fine. Yeah. I mean, like at least I'm not like drinking whiskey in the morning is when I wake up, I guess. Um, right. But or like, like checking a soda.
0: I'm just saying people do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, if there's anything that I would actually get a subscription of, I would actually get, like, coffee subscriptions. Like, I I think that I drink enough of it that I would just actually get use out of it. But, like, mm. I think that's really my morning routine is just making sure that I have that coffee. That's, give like, me everything up thing. until
0: you go to work, then. That's uh, what I'm kind of saying, like, a morning routine for me. That's what my mind... I, I wrote it down to I, at least that, basically.
1: <laughs> I mean, wake up, check reddit or email whatever um i go downstairs and i will start by boiling boiling water i have an electric water kettle Mm -hmm. and i will set that um to boil and then i'll go to the bathroom because it's efficient yeah saves time um and then i'll just go through the process you know just uh getting a little bit of sugar uh in my mug i put My Aeropress on top of my mug, like Aeropress is like my uh, uh, coffee brewing thing. Put the coffee grounds inside, boiling water in, put the plunger in, wait a couple minutes, push it down, and that's my coffee. And then I put a little creamer in that, and then I'm ready to start work.
0: Wow, that's That's pretty efficient. That's
1: uh, every 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 day. Like um, my breakfast is never really consistent. Sometimes I don't even I don't even.
0: How much, how how much, like how much, uh, how long does it take you think?
1: Uh, 10 minutes maybe. Okay. So like getting everything ready, just like waking up and like until the point where I'm sitting down and actually drinking. Yeah. It's probably about 10 minutes.
0: Okay. Nice. I mean, has that really changed or have you really added anything to that uh, due to COVID or has that changed because of COVID or? Um, you know,
1: I've actually started drinking more coffee. (laughs) (laughs) How much coffee do you think you drink a day? Because I only do like one cup a day and then I'm good. Usually one cup unless I've had like really, really bad sleep the night before and then I'll go for two. But like when I say a cup, I mean like it's like 16 ounces or so. It's Mm. between like 12 and 16 ounces or so.
0: Yeah, that's about right for me too.
1: So it's like, yeah, like, uh, that, that should get me through the day. But sometime around the afternoon, like I'll probably get some tea or something like that. That's um, fair. As a as an extra little caffeine hit, but like that's really my routine. Like that's the only thing that really can stay consistent. Like for for breakfast, I'll either have bagels or English muffins, or if I'm feeling extra extra spicy, I'll be like pulling out the uh, the just egg and the Beyond <laughs> sausage. But nice. All right. Well, so I've actually
0: started this routine and I uh, I wrote down so I wrote down everything that I wanted to accomplish in the morning and then I kind of looked up routines on what I wanted to do or whatever. And so this is actually my this is actually my morning routine that hap- that I would say probably altogether maybe takes an hour, probably less or whatever. But I've been doing this for about a week and a half now and I've actually really enjoyed it or whatever. Uh, And I also read some books on some stuff on how to better mid-max this too as well. But um, yeah, anyway. So one of the things I actually started doing is that my phone actually has a setting called Zen Mode where it's more than do not disturb. But basically what it does is that it's harder to, um, it's harder to check notifications when it's in Zen Mode. It's almost impossible unless you enter like a unique password or whatever. And then it asks you like six times if you want to do it. So uh, I wake up but my phone is on Zen mode and it actually doesn't turn off of Zen mode until I'm done with my morning routines. So I have it timed so that it actually turns off. So I don't look at my phone. I don't look at anything actually right when I wake up or whatever. Uh, I go to the bathroom (laughs) Uh, as always. uh, I wash my hands and then I actually take my dog out to the bathroom as well. So I take her out. Or whatever, every morning. Then I actually go, after I t- uh, come back in, maybe after a couple minutes. It's actually pretty quick. It's like she's trained to basically just be let out, come back in. um, And then once she uh, comes back in, I actually go to the kitchen. And this is when I turn on my coffee maker. I have a Keurig. So that starts heating up. And then I have one cup of water. Just one cup of water. uh, 12 ounces, whatever. I have like a specific cup. <laughs> that like I already have set out from the night before and I just drink the water because I feel that helps me just like wake up as I also make yeah. me feel like less dehydrated or whatever then I do something that I don't think a lot of people realize and I started doing this recently but it always gets messed up anyway throughout the day because of my dog I actually go make my bed Um, after get drinking the water I go back to my room and I make my bed and the mm-hmm. reasoning behind this is because I read a book that basically said I read some articles, but basically, if you do something that your brain, your brain can get, your brain gets easily distracted and wants to do things that you shouldn't probably do, like play video games and be lazy. <laughs> so I make my bed, and it actually, they actually say that when you make your bed or whatever, just doing that small, simple tasks task makes you feel like accomplished or whatever. And at the end of the night too, will actually help you uh, get to sleep better because you feel like you're actually sleeping in like. A clean, nice bed or whatever. So I make my bed. Then I go back to the kitchen. And by this time, the Keurig's already, like, heated up. So I put my coffee in that. And uh, while the coffee is brewing and dripping out, I actually listen to a podcast on my phone. Now, this is still in Zen mode, right? But you can still listen to, like, select things. So I allow it to, to play a podcast. And the podcast I've been listening to is called Daily Refresh basically a three minute podcast where some dude just talks to you about stuff and lets you just breathe so basically the whole time you're supposed to just do like heavy like inhale for two seconds exhale like inhale for five seconds exhale for five uh five seconds or whatever and he'll just it's basically just a podcast where they just talk about things so it'll be like think of a childhood memory of when you were uh when you were really happy like i think yesterday was like think of something in the last two weeks that you felt really accomplished doing and keep breathing in and out and meditate on that. So mm-hmm. I, I thought about, it was like, I did, uh, I was like, I finally released my music album. Like, I'm really proud of that, you know? And it's just some mm-hmm. simple thing like that. Uh, then when that podcast ends, I actually listen to another podcast, which is like a news podcast while I make breakfast. Um, So usually for breakfast, it's either, it's with, combined with the coffee always, it's either, right now it's lox and bagels. <laughs> Bagel, cream okay. cheese, smoked salmon, or a smoothie. And I sit there and listen to the podcast. Still have not checked my phone yet, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, eat breakfast and just listen to the podcast. And then afterwards, I go brush my teeth. Or I go brush my teeth. All that stuff. I shower. And then I do my skincare routine (laughs) after I get out of the shower. So acne scrub, exfoliate, uh, thermal spring water to moisturize uh face cream moisturizer eye cream moisturizer uh and then uh if i am going out which i haven't because of covid uh uh, 110 s f s- uh was it spf sunscreen spf yeah yeah deodorant cologne and then i change so i change into normal hmm. clothes because even though i'm working from home i still want to like get out of my PJs and like get dressed. And it makes me feel, I don't know for me, it makes me feel like, okay, I'm ready. Like I'm going into work mode. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then I change. And then from there, by that time, Zen mode is usually off. Now, if it's not, I can always cancel it, whatever. It's not a big deal. And that's when I check my phone and then all the notifications come in. So then usually by Mm -hmm. then I have about a 15 minute, 20 minute barrier before I start working. So that's when I'll like check Reddit, check Instagram, talk to you mm-hmm. <laughs> message you <funny laughs> clips on Twitch or something like that. So that's my whole morning mm-hmm. routine. I've, I've found it to be, it works really, really well.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting because I think that, uh, it kind of aligns with the idea of meditation.
0: Yeah. Kind and, of in a
1: way. And I didn't intend for that, you know? Yeah. Cause like what you're doing is you're protecting your time. You're, you're basically closing off all of your uh, outside, um, stimulus like interactions and stuff like that and you're saying that i'm focusing on these things i'm focusing on myself for this amount of time and this Mm -hmm. is just for me and i think that focusing on all of that having that feeling that you know you never have to be connected to anything all the time it 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 helps your mental health on and i've Mm -hmm. noticed this actually myself whenever i um, uh did meditation in the past Mm. um it really helps you just kind of I don't know. There's really a hard. It's it's kind of hard to describe when (laughs) you're just kind of just like feeling, uh, just being present and feeling all the things that are happening to you in that moment. Mm -hmm. Just helps you appreciate those moments far more. Yeah. You even just like appreciating the little little, tiny things, like you know, like you said, like making your bed, Um, because it feels like yeah, you did uh, achieve something, even Mm -hmm. you know, despite how small it is, Mm -hmm. because you you get back into that bed later on and you, you feel much better in that bed rather than one that's like completely just like messed up and whatever. It's
0: also yeah. really nice to just be able like at the end of the day to just crash on my bed instead
1: of like, oh crap,
0: I have to make my bed and like do all this stuff. And then like, and then mm-hmm. I crash, you know what I mean? It's like, I can just like, yeah crash. It's nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually think that anybody who wants to try meditation really should, because mm-hmm. I think it's a, like a fantastic way of just kind of like tuning out all the stresses you have in your life Mm -hmm. and just sort of work on feeling more present feeling more like um i guess people describe it as centering yourself you know yeah going back to like a a sort of like base mode where you can kind of um start fresh Mm -hmm. so like closing your eyes concentrating on your breathing if you have any kind of stray thoughts you just kind Mm -hmm. of gently push them away and just concentrate on the feeling of breathing in and out yeah in and out
0: i i think one of the things too especially in our world and especially for me and this is something that like i've had to learn over the years is like uh learning to truly be comfortable with yourself i've said this before in the past but um I think your true... I think your true self, like all your good and all of your evil or whatever you want to define it as, I think really comes out of you when you're like laying alone at night in bed with just your thoughts right before you go to sleep. You know? And Mm -hmm. I think that our generation is scared of that, but also uh, of just being by themselves either physically... Or even in a mental capacity, you know what I mean? Mm. Without any distractions of like looking at your phone, listening to music and it's like and doing all that stuff. And then another reason why I started this morning routine as well is because um, I've been so busy in the last couple of months that I really haven't had any like me time. I'm either always talking Mm -hmm. to somebody or communicating with someone having to do work with something regarding my dad or regarding my own work and stuff like that. And so like I kind of treat the mornings now as like if I don't get any me time, at least I had something in the morning like to myself to have like not even a mental reset but it's like i feel really accomplished with what i have to do and it doesn't distract me from the rest of the day it also just makes everything flow better because whereas before i would like wake up check my phone then like 40 minutes has passed and like oh crap i have to get to work wait i didn't take zoe out Mm -hmm. let me like rush out to like take zoe out like oh i haven't eaten yet it's like already two hours later like i need to eat something but i'm in a meeting so i can't and so it's like I think just like getting all those check boxes done, it's like at least I've done something. Now, nighttime routine is awful. <laughs> My nighttime routine is awful, but you know, I'm working on it. But no, yeah. I think that's really interesting that we both have pretty like same similar similar um like morning routines for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean I, I really do want to get back into like the whole meditation thing because I, I really feel like that is something that's kind of sorely lacking. Like mm-hmm. I found myself the uh feeling too connected, you know like yeah. always having these kind of distractions um having discord open like almost all the time yeah. having like my phone available and you know, making sounds um so i don't know having those 10 15 minutes where you can just kind of like have no um uh, i don't know, exposure to these notifications yeah. like i think it's great people pay to ha- have themselves be put in the like isolation a, chambers. Those chambers. like Those, those are scary, chambers.
0: though. I think that's like on another level. That's creepy. I feel like I start seeing faces and stuff, and like <laughs> demons or something. I don't know. Dude,
1: I think that was the whole point of like those chambers is like to actually like start to hallucinate because like you have no sensory. Like
0: yeah, that's sensory creepy. Deprivation chambers. Yeah, that's what I would not. Nope, I would not do that. Have you seen when people have done that and they come out like laughing, and like freaking out because <laughs> no. like they're all of a sudden hit with their senses and they just come out and they're just like, <laughs> and they start laughing for like no reason. You know what I mean? It's so, that's so weird. They're they're like, they come out like whispering because they're they're not used to hearing other voices. It's weird, dude.
1: Yeah, because like (laughs) you start hearing your own like heartbeat and stuff like that inside. Like you you feel like you you actually hear the blood going through your veins. It's like (sighs) really creepy.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But I mean, Side note as well, I just want to kind of reiterate this as well. Uh, the podcast is called Daily Refresh. You can find it on Spotify or whatever. I'm not sponsored by it, obviously. But like I said, it's a three-minute podcast, and it just kind of guides you through stuff. Um, you don't actually have to do any of the breathing, <laughs> to be honest, but it's recommended. But it's basically just something where you know it sits you down and – it just allows you to like think of things that maybe you haven't thought of or whatever. It just asks you to, you know, every day they come out with one and it's just like, you know, like I said yesterday was think of something that you felt like very accomplished with. Um, it also was like think about a time like it also just ask you like simple questions to just kind of think about um, things you're grateful for. Or think of a family, uh, think of a family member, like alive or deceased that, um, you know, really loved you and stuff like that. Just like little things to kind of appreciate things and kind of have like a mental reset on yourself Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, things aren't as bad
1: as they could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And um, there is one link that I also want to like mention. mm -hmm. Um, If anybody actually wants to uh, give a meditation a shot and they Mm -hmm. live in L.A. County, um, Headspace uh, is a meditation app. And they're actually Wait, why do they have to live in L.A. County? (laughs) It's I don't know why it's, they're offering this for LA County, but like so they're specifically offering it to LA County that um, you can use their app for free. So you get a free subscription to what the Facebook. heck?
0: Why only LA? What
1: okay? I don't know. But you use like, promo code Pixel. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by them. Hashtag ad. Yeah, this I, whole thing was an it, ad. This is a long this, con ad. <laughs> I'm yeah, just kidding. But like it's a cool app. They they give um, sponsored uh, they not they give sponsored they give guided meditation. So you can kind of go through it if you've never been. In, Uh, through like any kind of meditation before yeah but the url is headspace.com slash la county
0: cool yeah go check that out it'd be funny if you got sponsored by like a meditation app and then it's just you just like for like two hours or whatever (laughs) dude i was actually thinking about this but you know they added a sleeping category on twitch because of ludwig (gasps) and so i was thinking about this what if you had like a reverse stream like you should do this pixel i think this would be hilarious but like what if your shtick was like it's like midnight and you like start your stream and you're just like you like you know you intro whatever you like switch to it and then it's like just lo fi music preferably mine because it's dmca free and you can also check it out in the links below and it's just like you're just like hey guys what's up like hope to have a good stream here today like hope everything's going well. It's like, all right, let's let's just get, like chat for like 5 minutes, Make All right, let's get to the content and then you just go to sleep. And then you wake up 8 <laughs> hours later and you're like, "Oh man, guys, I'm so refreshed." Like, "Sorry, I got to go. My day started. Like, hope you guys have a great rest of your evening or whatever. Like, rest of your morning. I'll, I'll catch you later. Just end stream." What <laughs> if like, instead sleep. of yeah, instead of like it's like gaming and you're like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I need to go to bed." It's like the exact opposite. You're like, "Oh, I'm so refreshed, <laughs> but I got other stuff to do. Take it easy, guys. You just do, become a
1: sleeping streamer sleep with me stream dude you it's know all Maybe you I do. Should do that dude, i should do that just so people can understand what i wake up to every morning
0: oh gosh what do you wake up yeah, to
1: every morning I, I think i've told you about this but like almost every single morning around between 7 30 and like nine o'clock a garbage truck will roll up outside my window how much garbage you guys got (laughs) why is there one every morning it's actually insane it's like so like there's a bunch of apartment complexes near me and like they'll pick up one bin (laughs) and then drive away and then like another day they'll pick up another bin on the same street no dude this is like drug trafficking for sure it's it's like actually insane like if your ears will blow out like if i were to actually stream this like people will like cry bloody murder
0: Dude, that's the reason why also I don't want to do a sleeping stream as well is because Zoe sleeps in my room, right? And so mm-hmm. then the issue is, like, I one, I don't want to know what she does while I'm sleeping, but two, I don't want to, like, act, like I don't know, she freaks out at night too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would blow up
1: my ears, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. That's crazy, that's, though. Yeah. I I cannot recommend this. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Also, that's, I can't so,
0: recommend – oh, no, go ahead. I was going to segue I, I, into her next topic, but it's fine.
1: Keep going. This this isn't like the reason why I don't have alarm clocks, is because that <laughs> that stupid garbage truck is my alarm clock. Well, I mean that's kinda cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> awful alarm clock. But you know what's also awful, Pixel?
0: What's that? YouTube live streaming. YouTube (laughs) live streaming is awful. So if you guys missed it, which most of you did because I believe only two people showed up to the stream or whatever. And because I didn't tweet it out or I didn't anything. So if you haven't already, YouTube.com slash TV. I don't know why you guys aren't subbed or whatever. Or maybe because YouTube is just trash or whatever and you don't get notifications. But I did do a live stream about an hour before the podcast recording. Or about 50 minutes. (laughs) Um, The reasoning being is because I was actually toying with the idea a couple of months ago to possibly switch over to YouTube full time or just to YouTube for a bit just to get a kind of change of scenery. I've talked about this before on my own live streams, but I feel really bad when I do some of these like Pokemon Go events that literally last like an hour or like an hour and a half or whatever. And then I just end stream and I come back. um to like a normal stream a couple of hours later so i was actually thinking like what if i just had a platform i could just stream on kind of incognito, but if something cool happens i still have clips i can still do social media posts so i was thinking of actually streaming on youtube and we did tonight no one saw it besides pixel and uh, <laughs> I kind of wanted Pixel there because I kind of wanted to talk about it because we've heard all this talk, you know, oh man, this person's on YouTube now. Oh man, this person's like the fastest going content creator. Like, oh man, you know, this person's doing really well on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we streamed it. And so, yeah, we streamed it or I streamed it <laughs> and Pixel <laughs> is there. And where do we even begin? I mean, take it away, Pixel. Where do we even begin with this?
1: Yeah. We gotta we gotta try to start with the obvious is that chat experience. That that chat experience was True. miserable. We had started off just trying to see what the chat delay was. We noticed something weird was happening. Mm-hmm. Like I, at least I think I think was, I noticed it. Like why like the delay between you responding to my messages was so long. Correct. And we started timing it, and it took fifteen seconds to get from <sighs> me typing it to you seeing it and responding back it was so that was ridiculous like this even like in the early days with twitch it was probably like eight seconds long dude it was that was that was your normal lag
0: and that was on ultra
1: low latency by the way setting i just want to throw that out to everyone (laughs) and it got to the point where you're like why am i even using chat so i started using discord chat with you instead of the youtube chat yeah it was ridiculous
0: um, another thing that I thought was really, really stupid as well is that um, I could only moderate you, Pixel, if you were in chat. Like, if you typed something in chat. Yeah, so, yeah that was, like, ridiculous dude. So, one of the things that's weird about YouTube that I noticed is that you don't have users in chat. You have participants. So, mm-hmm. until Pixel chatted, I never saw him in chat. Like, even in the participants. Because he wasn't participating. So, yeah, I yeah. had to wait until Pixel actually said something for me to for me to basically like mod mod him or whatever. And is that, yeah.
1: Is that because like people don't really outwardly show their unique IDs on yes. YouTube? Like you, yeah. So you can't like moderate mod someone who is, like, yeah. Yeah. There's like no way I could find no you. I
0: tried to do it earlier and there was like no way. Right. Right. So, it's-
1: It's behind the times, man.
0: (laughs) So that was a bad experience as well. The other thing that I found that was really strange too was that um, streaming on there as well. Every time I started a live stream, I got a new unique uh, YouTube link for the stream. And that's because it treats Mm -hmm. it like a YouTube video. So, uh, you know, you can't just go to like youtube.com slash Shigeo's Twitch TV live or something. And, you know, my live stream would just pop up. It would have to be there. Uh, it would have to be a unique, unique YouTube link, which also means there's really no offline chat, <laughs> Unle- kind unless of, you yeah. schedule like this is when you're gonna start streaming.
1: Yeah, that's the only way you'll ever get an offline chat is you have to like set that in place. It like it, it, there is no like persistent IRC chat like with Twitch, so yeah. like it only generates that when you are uh, you set like a premiere or you set like some sort of future broadcast. <laughs> it's 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 really really jank i really feel like they shoehorned in this live streaming ability yeah from their youtube like normal website you know
0: yeah it's weird it's just they have so much capital and like i i wanted to try it i may i may still give it a go i may still continue streaming on the website I don't really know. I, you know, I, The thing that I've said to Pixel and I've said to people in my chat before is that once again, I feel really bad when I know that I'm like low energy, but I want to stream, but I know I'm only going to last like 40 or 50 minutes. You know what yeah. I mean? So then I'm like ping all bunch of people. People come in, they like watch and then I go offline like 30 minutes mm-hmm. later. So I do feel like I will probably continue to use it in the future, maybe just to test it out. You know, I want to do try to, <coughs> I do want to try to experiment with like other platforms just to see how they are and stuff like that. I definitely will continue to stream on that platform as well um, here and there. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we might do spotlight hours there or raid hours there instead of just doing them on Twitch. Because like I said, with Twitch, it's like literally an hour event and then I just go offline. And then I come back mm-hmm. a couple hours later from the normal stream because I have to like eat dinner or something. So it may be something where like I just stream other games on there or
1: whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. So we'll see. But uh, it, garbage. It's a, yeah, it's a nice test platform. It's kind of a long way to grow, I think.
0: I I think so too as well and I don't expect any of you guys to follow it but like I said if you guys want to Shigeo's Twitch TV most of you guys should be subscribed because that's also where I post all my music as well if you want it on video uh video form or listen to it on YouTube so you can check it out there as well but the first stream's up you can see how bad and how much complaining we're doing (laughs) during like (laughs) the whole live stream as well which is kind of funny as well but uh oh also nightbot commands were so laggy
1: yeah the response time was what... bad it was like what 10 seconds maybe it was it was crazy long i don't know what it was yeah. i don't know if like there's some sort of delay in me like putting in my chat or like <sighs> nightbot receiving the chat i have no idea
0: yeah i have i have but... no i have no idea but anyway um stream on youtube pixel let's see how it goes for you <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but anyway i think that's pretty much it unless you have anything else to add um,
1: there was one thing like that go was YouTube it. related that reminded me. Um, so there is one interesting thing. Um, well, it's not really YouTube related, no, but no, go, yeah. Valkyrie, uh, became part owner of 100 Thieves. This is something I forgot to mention, like when we were talking about.
0: Oh, yeah, Parallel I forgot that. about that. Yeah, it was. it was kind of like, oh, cool. And then, like, I didn't really hear much of it. I mean, that's a good investment, probably. So,
1: oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really going to pay off because, like, it's, I have never. I, I don't know of any other like female women of color owners of an esports team. She would be the first. The only. And, yeah. Like, I, th- I think this is actually, if, if she can manage her brand well enough, I think she would, she could explode like mm-hmm. even further than she is now. Yeah. Like She would, she would be the kind of person that I could see becoming like that sort of manager that could be like this. I don't know. The person to go to like, you know, she could have her own company like doing deals and sponsorships and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like I think this is a huge, huge step.
0: Yeah. It's really interesting because I feel like Valkyrie is at a point where like maybe Pokimane was like two years ago where like Pokimane was like streaming a ton, yeah. like grinding a ton. Like that seems to be the same position of Valkyrie. The only thing that I have concerns over and I don't really, uh, I don't know. This is from experience of like working for other companies, like having my own companies is like, <laughs> um, and maybe it's different with the esports, right? But I always feel like you should have multiple owners because you have multiple people driving the ship. It depends in, ste- yeah, in steering the ship. You know what I mean? So that's my only like, huh? That was really interesting when they're like, oh, she's a co-owner. You know what yes. I mean? So it's like the, you know, the problem with that is since you both own, you have three people, not only her, but Courage JD, I believe, also got ownership as well. And then it's Nade Shot.
1: Yeah, and well, there's also other investors too. Like, uh, isn't like um drake or something like that yeah but i think
0: he's like a silent partner i think he just invested money i don't think he actually has like a a
1: claim to it oh okay so like like voting power you think valkyrie and courage have like some sort of voting power i do
0: probably if they made that type of announcement i would assume right it's very possible i mean because they would have just because they could have just said like oh they invested in 100 thieves and everyone's like oh you know what i mean like oh okay but like to say like oh we're co-owners of like 100 thieves is like way different than like I'm investing you know so i'm just assuming they have some
1: type of like voting power yeah i think that does make sense yeah yeah that does make sense because yeah you would call them an investor Um, or or partner
0: you wouldn't say co-owner yeah
1: yeah 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 i think i think you're right i think they have some sort of like say in what goes on yeah that's Um, just my only concern
0: right is you have three people now and so it's like what if valk and courage want to do something and nadeshot doesn't well it's it's voted in or you know what i mean like are you guys doing it's, like a unanimous yeah. thing like how i don't know how it's working behind the scenes but every time mm-hmm. i've dealt with a company where it's like there's more than one kind of person and there's like equal stakes in it or whatever usually it turns out kind of weird
1: yeah it's it's a very odd position to be in too, because i'm pretty sure like nadeshot knows like valkyrie's pretty huge
0: yeah like
1: she has a potential to be like even, like, larger than the Pokemon, if she manages to create, like, some really, really, like, you know, um, like, good products and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, Shot needs to keep her around, you know? So He's pretty big on his own, big. though.
0: I mean, like, he started 100 Thieves, so he's probably just as big, but not in, like, an outwardly way, like, when it comes to, like, social media following or live streaming numbers, right? I would assume.
1: I, I would assume so. I would assume that he's pretty well off, you yeah. know? But um, it will be but, interesting yeah. to see absolutely i think this is, this is really really big like like i think it's one of the bigger esports news like in that sort of arena that's happened like recently yeah in no recent for sure anyways no so, yeah for sure man, i'm excited to see what happens like I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see where it is like a year's time from now you know
1: mm-hmm. absolutely but especially when the, that youtube contract like ends yeah true so, i
0: we'll see you gotta get that bag. Dude, I swear at this point, it's like, uh, man, at this point, it's just like, I'm sorry, like, get your bag. I've said this all the time. Like, we talked about this before. Hot top stream meta I don't care. Get your bag, <laughs> whatever. Right? Uh going to you going to other platforms, get your bag. Mixer, get your bag. YouTube, get your bag. Facebook gaming, get your bag. But I respect the fact that I haven't heard official stances from Valkyrie or Courage JD about that YouTube is better because it's garbage. <laughs> 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 that platform is garbage unless they give me money then i'll do it but i mean it's it's awful sorry
1: just had to throw that in there real quick oh man yeah that's not a third shade or anything like that but it's it's pretty bad for live streaming not gonna lie it's, in, in it's...
0: my opinion it's like really all they're doing is catering to like maybe valkyrie encourage you which is fine but
1: like i don't know how they get other smaller content creators onto the platform yeah i i really don't like you know what? It's it's a superior platform when it comes to VOD content. If you're creating a video, mm-hmm. oh that for is sure edited and curated, it is absolutely superior. It is bar none like the best place to, to like, you know, park VOD content. For sure. Um, but anything live streaming, it's kinda like
0: Ugh. yeah like it's kind of funny because it's like twitch is trying to get people probably to watch more vods and like uploaded content right and then like youtube's trying to get more live streamers so they're trying to just do the opposite or whatever but like i remember like one of the things that stuck out to me is like um like Pokemon. i think like in her announcement video or like interview after she signed the contract with twitch they asked her like why she wanted to stay with twitch and she actually said like it's she said like The reasoning is going to surprise you, but it's actually because of like the engineering and coding on Twitch is just far Mm -hmm. superior than on YouTube live streaming. And then when they asked what she meant by that, she meant like the way that like chat flows, the like instant reaction that chat can give with like no latency. And I was like, Mm -hmm. come on, like that can't be like I was like, okay, like, you know, before today, I was like, okay, like I guess. But no, that's something we seriously take for granted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The two second latency is like it's insane. Yeah, it's it's insane. So good
0: yeah with housing so many uh platforms as well or like streams as well and it's just weird with youtube how it's like so delayed (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. it's like i I can't live without this
0: oh and then side note before we end this isn't like uh i just saw this like randomly but um uh a content creator she was on austin's show her name was Kuko. i think she was on disguised toast's austin show she's like an artist pretty pretty big apparently she signed a contract with twitch Oh, really? So Twitch signed her for like a two year contract.
1: Ah, Good for her. Yeah. So that's I just awesome. wanted to
0: throw that out there. A lot of people have been signing contracts recently and it's just kind of like flown under the weather. Like there's no real announcement videos or anything. It's just like, yeah, I signed a contract with Twitch. It's like, OK,
1: that's really awesome. I think that Twitch is like the only platform offering any contracts still. Yeah. And it's interesting that they're signing like smaller content creators as well. I wouldn't say she's small, but,
0: you know, not like a Tim the Tatman or something crazy big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. but
1: yeah but well, she's well known she's pretty well known no
0: she's pretty well known for sure i I just know that she makes like water coloring and traditional painting art which is pretty cool
1: mm-hmm.
0: but but anyway uh i don't know if there's anything else you want to add but uh, no that's good that's it that's it for me no uh, that's it for me too so thanks guys as always for uh hanging out as always check out uh all our social media links check out the music as well uh check out the youtube i may stream there in the future <laughs> I may stream there in the future or whatever if I just want to kind of chill and play games and not really have to worry about chat or whatever backseating me. But uh, anyway, until then, thanks, guys, for hanging out. Thanks for chilling. And I will catch you all in the next episode. Right, Pixel? You'll be
1: here? Yep. yep, Oh, yeah. i be here right. every single week. All right. Cool. See you then. Peace.